0: You don't have to make sacrifices because you've got things like buy now, pay later. And what this creates in your mind is this expectation of a certain lifestyle that actually isn't realistic for you to keep up. Welcome to the One Up Project. Money is fuel that, that allows you to do things. It doesn't need to be taboo. What you don't want to do is wake up at 65 realizing you did something you hated and have regret. Go and find people who will give you advice for nothing. This is a space for personal growth and money chat with new perspectives every Monday. This bit of content, listening to this, is going to be a small little breadcrumb of something that makes you think a little bit differently. For all the things we were never taught but should have been, at the end of the day, the most important person is yourself and if you're not happy with your own choices, then you're never going to be happy. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. Today we're talking about recessions which is everyone's favourite topic at the moment, especially the media's. It's like I cannot stop hearing about it. Uh, And I know it's a heavy topic. I know that this is a time economically where people are struggling and I feel like people have been struggling since COVID three years ago in a general sense. Uh, And it can be a very stressful time. And so many of us can feel like, oh, everyone's talking about this big word recession, but what do we actually do? Like what is it and... How do we prepare for this big, scary, what feels like tidal wave heading for us? And so I want to come on here and educate you at a high level as to what a recession is, how it's going to affect us on a day-to-day basis, us as just the average human working and doing our thing, and how we can prepare against some of the negative impacts that a recession does bring. If it's coming, I want us to use the time to embrace The power of planning and awareness so that we feel prepared because planning and finance is so underrated, such an underrated power that people can use to bring a lot more stability to their life, even if the external things are in no way secure or stable. So let's talk about what a recession is and what it means in the context of our everyday lives. All a recession is, is a time where economic activity declines. So what does this mean? This is where people are spending less money, they're doing less things. Just think less, less, less. The trend is going down. So how can this affect us day to day? Well, if less people are spending, businesses make less money, they can hire less people, unemployment might rise. And so we see more redundancies or reduced hours, which means less disposable income for us. And this is like a cycle that keeps going until you get into this recession, which in professional speak is two consecutive quarters of negative growth I think is the term but do not hold me to that. So the main things we're dealing with in this situation is less disposable income and or higher expenses. The good thing about a recession if anything, is that we know they are temporary, we know they don't last, we know they've happened before and we've come out of them. So we're aware that it is possible to get through them unscathed and potentially find opportunity within them as well. There's room and opportunity for new things to begin and be created and if that's something you want to look for then you can find opportunities within the mess, you can invest in things while they're at a low, you can do all sorts. So as I said before the main things we're dealing with is less disposable income and or higher expenses. I want to go through both of these things and talk about how we can overcome them or use our existing resources to feel prepared and planned for these things happening. So the first one, less disposable income, as we said, possibly as a result of being made redundant, of having reduced hours, of things being more expensive, rent going up, mortgage going up, all of those kinds of things. When this happens or when you anticipate this is going to happen or when you want to feel prepared, The first thing I would go and do is reassess our budget, adjust our income to fit this and see where we're sitting. If you're wanting to prepare, adjusting your income early. So before any of this happens, see what life would be like on this reduced spending, on this type of lifestyle. What adjustments can you make? Just have a look. And dealing with your finances or reflecting on your money, your financial situation is so hard. I've described it as like a bell curve before where you're just struggling on the uphill. It takes so much of your energy to get to the top and you're struggling, struggling, struggling. You don't want to do it. You don't want to face it. And then you get to the top and you hit this like stable point, and then after that things become easier, so when you check your budget, it's so hard to get around to doing that, because you're procrastinating, and you are scared to see what is involved, but once you actually look at it, and assess the situation, things become so much easier, exposing yourself is scary, it's hard, it's revealing, but it will change so much for you, it will be a huge tool to you actually feeling prepared, secure and stable in what are very unstable times so just assessing is the first thing I would go and do can we reduce expenses if we adjust levels of expenses like cutting out our Netflix membership or cutting out our dinners that we have every week what kind of adjustment does that create in your lifestyle and look I'm not saying if you're made redundant that cutting out your Netflix subscription is going to help enormously of course you know these are such small things but it's about adjusting levels overall and small changes can create big impact. So having a look at everything, and just really reassessing what are our priorities. Expense tracking, begin to pick up your own habits and patterns if you haven't done this before. Expense tracking is where for a period of time that you decide, maybe a week or a month, you track all of your spending. So you can do this through an app, on a piece of paper, on an excel sheet, whatever it is works for you. And just write down what you're spending money on and the category that fits into. And you'll soon see if you're spending all this money on alcohol or food or clothes or whatever it is, you'll soon be exposed to your own habits and your own patterns. And that's going to reveal where you're spending is letting you down and where you can maybe adjust things to fit a lifestyle that's going to make you feel more secure in uncertain financial times. This one is so important, this next one, because I think it sits at the foundation of what is a solid financial plan overall. Prioritising. Prioritise and plan what you need to have at a base level to feel secure in your finances. For me, this is an emergency fund. An emergency fund is number one. What an emergency fund is, is typically three to six months of expenses, although starting at a grand, for example, is such a great... Starting at anything is great, but typically financial advisors will talk about having three to six months of expenses sitting in your emergency account, and this is money that you just have sitting there in case of emergencies, right? So in case you're made redundant, in case you can't afford a vet bill that comes up spontaneously. Whatever it is, you have this money there to carry you through potentially three to six months if you needed a backup. So an emergency fund for me is gonna be number one. Investing, for example, might also have been on your list of priorities, but now it can be second priority after a safety net. We don't wanna risk our money in any way, even if it's very low risk before we've got a safety net that we know If shit hits the fan, we can use that straight away because that's the other thing with an emergency fund is it's not something you have sitting in investments. It's something you have sitting there ready to go, ready to be taken out straight away if you needed it to. We may have to sacrifice things here for a temporary amount of time, you know, so not investing, not spending money on saving for your trip overseas. You know, we might have to sacrifice saving in other areas to build up what will be a solid foundation for uncertain financial times. The next thing to prioritise, paying off any debt, stop using afterpay or buy now pay laters, get rid of any debt you can, especially interest bearing because interest rates are going to go up so if you can't make your payments you're going to be paying more than you were before on your debt potentially and also it's not going to contribute to your peace of mind at all having debt when you're struggling to pay the bills for example or struggling to find a new job or whatever it is, prioritise paying off any debt I would probably even prioritise that before setting up an emergency fund, but I know some financial advisors think no, better to have just a small emergency fund first before you go and prioritise paying off debt, but it's up to you what is going to make you feel more at peace. Maybe you actually no, an emergency fund first is good. This is why I'm not a financial advisor guys, but yeah, definitely emergency fund and paying off debt is going to be really key. Stop using any buy now, pay later. so after pay, lay by all of those situations, It's not just because it's debt and you're buying things that you can't afford in the moment. It's because you're creating a habit of receiving things when you can't actually afford it. So it's the habit that you're building, the pattern that you can just get anything when you want. You don't have to make sacrifices because you've got things like buy now pay later. And what this creates in your mind is this expectation of a certain lifestyle that actually isn't realistic for you to keep up. And then you start falling into these keeping up with the Joneses mindsets where you think, I can just buy that on Afterpay, I can just do that. And it becomes this easy thing like, I can just use buy now pay later to buy that, it's fine. The way a financial advisor once put it to me it was like, would you take out a credit card to buy a pair of jeans? You just never would. So why would you do that with buy now pay laters? It makes no sense. You're taking out debt for a material item. Prioritise what you need. And I can pretty much assure you that usually with buy now pay laters, you're not buying things that you actually need. With less disposable income might come an opportunity to increase your income in some ways if you have more hours so diversifying your income streams in general might be a good idea because with redundancies happening you just never know or if you want to diversify while you're already in what you think is a stable job just to be safe then that's always key too freelancers or contractors naturally have this with a range of clients but if you're working in one job as an employee then maybe you want to think about doing some work freelance on the side for another company or picking up some kind of lucrative side hustle I've got a whole episode on side hustles like flipping or doing things like that being creative with the way you can diversify your income reaching out to your existing network just thinking about the ways that you could pick up something or establish relationships with people so that if you did need something you have someone you can reach out to so moving on to what happens about expenses have increased so a lot of the same rules apply you know looking at your budget reassessing what your situation is like with those increased expenses. Bumping your grocery bill up $50 and seeing how that changes where you can move things around. Seeing your budget as this moving fluid thing will also make it a lot less stressful because with one thing increasing you can decrease another thing and so on. So make it something that is fluid and constantly moving and you're constantly checking in on it and building that habit as I was talking about before. I think a good way to approach this initially when looking at your budget as well is prioritizing which expenses mean the most to you. So if you've got Netflix, Spotify, entertainment for you with your friends, uh, whatever it is, like travel budget, anything outlined in stuff that's important to you, prioritize what they mean to you in your life so that you don't have to get rid of everything. So you can still have the most important things because maybe you had a list of five and now you can only do two, but you've got a clear prioritization list. So For example, I might say to myself, well, my top priorities are getting my nails done and buying takeaway food once a week. And... that means I can't have Netflix or Spotify or whatever the other thing is but I can have my top two priorities and that's how you want to run it through is that you still feel like you have control over your lifestyle you still feel like you have the choice to make decisions about the way you want to live and you still have some freedom in the way that you're choosing to spend your money because you've decided that these are your priorities and it's only temporary that you need to sacrifice some of them for now. Again, can you increase your income with a side hustle or with talking to your network and picking up a few hours here, a few hours there? I think sometimes the issue with this is it can be quite what's the word like demoralizing we feel embarrassed or shameful that we need extra hours or that things aren't working out for us or that we've made redundant and I think it's a completely fair and valid way to feel and it can be so scary to reach out and be vulnerable in that way like hey like I'm asking for help I need you in this moment can be a really vulnerable thing to go and ask someone about and so I can understand that this wouldn't always be the easiest thing and so working out how it's going to make you feel most comfortable is really important again expense tracking I have to hone in on this like 30 million times because I think that it's really, really, it creates instant change. That's the thing. You're going to see it and be like, holy shit, I'm spending so much money on this. I need to make a change. And you will almost instantly. And when you work that into your habits and you're checking in on yourself weekly or monthly or however often you do your expense tracking, you'll notice a change in your behavior. And naturally you'll just start spending less money anyway. So finding a system that works for you, a budgeting system, a money tracking system, whatever you want to call it, is so important. I have an episode on how to stay consistent in your budget which goes over how to create kind of a good financial system and I think this is so, so, so key to sticking to it. I also go over a few other things in regards to consistency in that episode that I think would be really valuable if you are a bit concerned as to how to actually run a budget in your life because so many of us just get paid and we put the money towards what we need to and that's that but within that you leave so many gaps of spending and probably just inefficiencies that you're not even really seeing yourself and if you clean those up you would save a lot of money overall planning is going to help you to reduce stress it's hard it's stressful it can take time but it will be worth it in the long run and if you think about your future self in a year how much happier would you be if you just felt prepared And secure for if something were to happen. And if nothing happens, then you have that disposable income sitting there to use for something else. But if it does, you're prepared. As a first step, assess your budget. If you take nothing else away from this episode, just look at your current incomings and outgoings. If you don't have a budget on a piece of paper, on one side write income, and on the other side write expenses, and just write down all of the income you have and all of the expenses you have, and see. If your expenses are outweighing your income or what you can cross off, just writing things down and having it in front of you is going to be so helpful in general anyway. Starting small and making incremental changes is going to be very, very important. Don't worry about saving all of your next paycheck to your emergency fund. Just save a realistic amount. Still go out, still do all of those things. Just making incremental changes. This way your lifestyle doesn't feel disrupted, but you're also working towards your goals prioritisation is so important. Prioritise your expenses, prioritise what you want in your lifestyle, prioritise your goals, have it all there so you have a clear idea of what you're saving for and why and what you want your lifestyle to look like and why. And having that why, as I've spoken about so many times, is very important to the success of your budget, to the success of your life, really. If you have any more worries, please feel free to reach out and message me. I'm always on the DMs on Instagram and I'm happy to guide you to the right resources or the right people if I know and can otherwise this wasn't meant to be too in-depth just an overview of the main impacts of a recession and how we can maybe start preparing for it now a bit of disruption in our lives and in our finances I look forward to talking to you on the next episode and we will chat soon bye guys Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The One Up Project. If you want to find more stuff just like this, check out our other apps or follow us at The One Up Project on Instagram or TikTok. See you there.